You guys see the Fry Music Festival documentaries on Netflix? Yes, I've you got, seen them. You saw that one? There's two of them. There's one on Hulu and there's one on Netflix. You saw the one on Netflix? I saw both. Okay. Um, so Netflix had one scheduled a long time ago and people didn't know that Hulu had one. So the one from Hulu, they paid the who's the main guy? The 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 crook. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the guy that ripped everybody uh, yeah, off. Yeah, like what's his name? Billy something? Uh, yeah, I'll find out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he was in that one. He was paid to do that one. So the Hulu one is from the perspective of the guy who organized the event that ripped everybody off. Right. Now, this guy is so dumb that when you see him in the Netflix version, you're like, well, how did they get all of this footage of him? Well, there's one unique thing about this era of crooks. We just were talking about how crooks just don't know how to do it. He wanted to film everything. So he filmed himself, put it on one of the biggest scams, that one of the biggest scams ever. And when I heard about this story and how it all fell apart and they had the cheese sandwiches in the huts, that's one thing. But you have to see it. It's pretty remarkable of how they never, I don't think they ever thought they were going to put the festival on. It's amazing. And Billy McFarlane. Billy McFarlane. That's ahead. They shot their wad with the pre-party that they had with all the influence, which is brilliant. The trailer. They shot the They shot a with trailer the- yeah. that was like your fantasy. <laughs> it's like if I had a budget for our movie and I shot a trailer and then we could never shoot the yeah, movie. Here was the brilliant thing. And there's a part of me that's fascinated by crooks and the fact that he was a crook. He never really quite acknowledged. He never really quite saw what he was doing. No, no. But he was ripping people off. And what I liked is after he had sold out to capacity – he was like, well, we need more money. We need more money. Yeah. So then he opened up a VIP, which did not exist. He got another two, three million from the VIP thing. Yeah. And then he was like, well, we need more money, more money. Then he told everybody, look, when you get here, it's a cashless island. So you need to prepay. <laughs> Dude, you have you, to, yeah. You need to prepay right now and get your money on this band you swipe. And then he got another two million off of that because yeah. people were loading up the cards. And I think he was delusional enough to think that at somehow – He was going to be able to put it together at the Um, last minute. What I got out of this was better than all of that. What I got away from this at the end was the obnoxious douchebags that fell for this. This was the douchebag party, and they all got – and I'm almost happy that these douchebags got ripped off. But let me ask you. I thought there were a a couple of people, especially the tech people, the media, that believed in him because they thought they were going to create something. I believe Ja Rule believed in him. I believe he was duped. I believe he thought this was on the up and up. Because you got to understand, this guy was throwing money around for years. Right. He had hired Ja Rule before. Right. He was always doing big things. Yeah. They, I feel sorry for the people on the island. Oh, you have to. The lady, the cook, the cook lady was paying people out of her pocket. And understand, Ja Rule was probably, the money was going to him first. Ja Rule was getting. Ja Rule was not like everybody else that was like, okay, you can pay me on the back. Well, side. no, I think no, I think he was a partner in this. He wasn't hired talent. He, he was the face of this. I, but I think they were paying him to be the face. I don't think Ja Rule walked away with any money. Not I think any he, money. He lost more than anybody. But he wasn't being charged to fly on that jet and party oh, on them yachts. Well, that's Ja Rule. Everything. He can get oh, on a man. jet anytime. I don't know about that. Catalog, buddy. Ja Catalog. Rule. Yeah, it's catalog. Yeah, he got, yeah, he got a good catalog. You don't know it. Anyway, but hey, I what, thought in the I thought to me the funniest thing in the uh, in the Hulu version mm-hmm. was when one guy said when Ja Rule is your face, 
you probably want to answer some questions and then cut back to the Dave Chappelle bit where he was riffing off of Ja Rule. We don't have the same opinion of Ja Rule. I don't think this, this was questionable because of Ja Rule. I think Ja Rule, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think he was a vic- I think he was a victim in this because he's still answering questions this day, and he was the face of it. He did have anything. Yeah, but yeah, but you're letting something go. You're letting that phone call with Ja Rule go when, when the guy goes, hey, we committed fraud. And he goes, nah, it wasn't fraud. Well, we that, just at, promised something and didn't deliver. Well, no, well, that's fraud. Well, at that point, Ja Rule was in it, and he figured out what was going on. I don't think Ja Rule was, like, sitting down and saying, let me see how I can rip people off. No, I don't think because that Because Ja Rule right, already right, had, yeah. he was in rebuild mode, and this was been. Yeah. It, look, in the beginning of this, when Fry went out, don't all the people from Bonnaroo, all the people from Coachella, all the people from Burning Man, yeah. they were taking money out and wanting to right. dump it into this. Oh, so, yeah. so you can't say I, people didn't think it was. Legit. I don't think Ja Rule was complicit in no. defrauding anybody. I agree with but that. But when you uh, hear yeah. him on the phone, I think it's Ja Rule realizing, "Yo, we're screwed. Look at what's happening." Yeah. Well, we got to put a spin on it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's. At the end of the day, people are only talking about Ja Rule. This Billy dude's in prison, and Ja Rule's still taking the heat. Oh. Anyway, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I wonder- hey, uh, by the way, back to yeah. our conversation yeah. about T.I. Real, uh, not T.I., about Chris Brown earlier. T.I. just tweeted, Chris Brown signs New Deal and becomes youngest artist to own his master recordings. And T.I. says, first this, then rape allegations? <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that think it's kind of the time of this is kind of cra- Did crazy. he own his masters because of the label dropping him because of the rape allegations? Oh, no, he or- didn't get dropped or he owned the masters before. I don't know the details. Now, when he if he was signed, no, some didn't. some artists who sort of have a lot of uh, uh, a lot of pub behind them, a lot, a lot of uh, uh, competition mm-hmm. for a record deal, they'll get they'll sign to the record label who's offering them a license deal. In in other words, the label licenses the masters from the artists. Um Instead of out, and it, or if they found him off the street, and they sign him, uh, then 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 the label holds all the power, and then they would get the master. So right. it just depends on on what Chris Brown or who he was, and what kind of what kind of competition he had uh, to sign a record deal. Well, I don't know how all of that went. Um, I was just say I like conspiracies, but I really don't think there's a conspiracy here. I think Chris Brown's a bad dude, and he does bad stuff, and he gets caught up. I don't think he did anything here, but I think he rolls in a way where you could be brought in for questioning on things. If it's not him, it's his mans and them. Yeah. When people say, hey, yo, how many people you got with you? It's me and my mans and them. My mans and them can be from two to 50 people. Sure. My mans and, <laughs> and them. them. It's my mans is one person, but them, woo. Damn. You got to watch out for them. Nick, you're on the bone. What's up, man? Hey, how y'all doing today? Doing good. I just want to let y'all know I love the show. And I've been working more where I drive, and I look forward to being able to be in the car and listen to y'all. We appreciate you listening. And I just, uh, it was funny because I just got in the car, and I was just talking to my boy the other day, like, yo, you got to see this documentary. It's called Fire. I found it on Netflix. Had nothing to watch. Put it on. And it was like, I thought I was going to watch it for like 20 minutes and kind of fall asleep. I couldn't, I had to watch it all. Oh, yeah, and yeah, it, I thought the same thing, and I it held my attention. <laughs> the second one, the yeah. Hulu one did not. After, it was a, it was a, there's a lot of overlap in both of these stories it's as so, far as the interviews and stuff. It's so I've seen the that. Netflix I one. I don't know if there's, is there a big difference between Netflix and the Hulu? Um, if you find the Billy, 
character interesting. There's a deeper dive into him and his childhood and kind of they 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 kind of show you how he became to be who he is. Yeah, I think the Netflix one gets to the point quicker. I, but I've never Oh, I, so it shows you how he grows up to be a douchebag. <laughs> well, no, the, the, the Hulu one focuses on his child like from a kid. Yeah, but though. I didn't care about his childhood. Oh, well, I do. I want to know if you want to know why the guy ripped you off. I, I wish I would have saw them in reverse order, but that's just me. And Wait, I got to say uh I do agree with y'all to the point of yes, I like I felt so bad for that lady, the the island cook lady that's paying people out of pockets, and the uh, also the carpenter guy, like the dude that was running the all the workers. Yeah, he had to leave his same, home. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he had to pack up and leave, and you know he was just trying to help. Yeah, it was a lot of lot of losers here. Most of them are on that island. Yeah. But the- and though I do have to say though, all the preppy kids that uh, got screwed over, yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel that bad. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot. The fa- my favorite part. There was two favorite parts. When the dude told the story about what he had to do to yeah, go get the water, oh, dude, yeah. that was I was like on the edge of my seat. Did yeah. you do it? They memeing him left and yeah, right. Well, he's Wait, the, he's the goat. Just for clarification, <laughs> you said watch the Hulu one first. Or I'm gonna the- be honest with you. If I had the energy, I would tell you to watch the Hulu one first because I think it sets the template for the crook, dude. But just get to the meat and potatoes. Netflix first. Watch yeah. the Netflix one, and then you're good. You get yeah. the story. People paid a lot of money. They got ripped off, and they probably wish they had well, Dom on retainer. Well, let me just ask you, what was your second, was your second favorite when the bus pulled up to the tent? No, no, they, no. They like, no, no, no. I'm watching it all because my, you guys are just My favorite off. part was these people that paid $10,000, $15,000 for what they thought was a luxury, like, accommodation is was a tent that i i built better tents as an eight-year-old and they just said go for it and all these people just running and just grabbing tents and mattresses trust me you'll still love it 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 turned into lord of the flies with rich people yeah (laughs) it just was crazy it was uh it was like a fema uh, disaster they, they, relief. Yeah, they situation. were FEMA yeah. tents. They, that's funny what it you was. Say that. They yeah. were FEMA oh, those were nice. And they if were, it wasn't rain, it would have been nice. Yeah. Box <laughs> box lunches and all, all sorts. Yeah. Of, it was not what was. Were you what, there, Dom? No, I saw. <laughs> I I mean, I I saw the advertisements for it on the internet, and yeah. you know, it looked like it looked legit. It looked like a you know an adult spring break. You know, half naked girls, soon mm-hmm. to be naked, oh, hot yeah. tubs, yachts, all a list models. I mean, just, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, if I was single and I didn't have pumpkins, I, I might have might have been down there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, do you watch something like that when you're watching it? You watch the, and you know the lawsuits are just going to, is this like a lawyer's dream or a nightmare? Well, because I don't think there's any money there with these guys. That's yeah, what I was going to say. Yeah, you know, what are you gonna get? I, I think what's going to happen is these folks will get jail time to some extent. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what money is going to be there. Right. If they're bankrupt, they spent it all. I mean, uh, Mo, in your yeah. opinion, well, who was the Billy guy, the only crook? The guy that was going to get the water, he Bill, wasn't a crook. No, no. Bill, the only person that knew that he was falsifying uh, financials was Billy. And that there was another guy, too, though. But I don't. The I other don't, financial, it was all frantic the whole yeah, time. Yeah, but I don't think he was. I think everybody thought Billy was this wonderkin that was going to make this happen, and they were all going to be rich. I don't think anybody else was on the fraud end of it. Mm, okay, man. Well, I tell you what, I've never. They portrayed the fraud guy. I mean, he was a pretty clean cut fraud guy. What was the name of the of the Netflix? What they call it? What's the name so, of the series? Uh, I, I want to say I want to say Fire. Is fire. Yeah, it's a doc. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a documentary. documentary. It's a documentary. 